Welcome to the three-part teaching series, Marriage 101. Jeff and his wife, Lauren, interview different couples on how to develop healthy marriages and relationships. And now here are your hosts, Jeff and Lauren Tharp. Hey! Hello! Welcome to Elijah Fire. Hello, hello. Yes. Um, welcome to part two of three of our Marriage 101 teaching series. For those of you who didn't get the memo last time, we originally called it Relationships 101, and we were like, Illumination was like, we should call it Marriage 101. I was like, yeah. The single the single girl. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. We'll save <laughs> great relationships idea. 101 for another day because I got cool ideas. So yeah. uh, also, uh, yes, we have um, some people were requesting wedding photos. Um, so we just wanted to like, maybe we'll do a couple more next time as well. But this is one of ours that's on our wall. Ta-da! This is. It, it, there's a little bit of a glare. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. yeah. Woo! It is our. Woo! Our king and queen of the woodland realm. Yes. Kind of vibe we mean going business. on. We mean, they were like, this is our territory. <laughs> Don't mess with it. Super dramatic. Yes. Yeah. 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 It was super yeah. fun. We love that one. But so Lauren fun. was, and still is, insanely beautiful. So it was, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and we have another one. Here, let me get. Oh, she's she's getting it. Yep. And I usually help to hold it up, though. Oh, yeah, because it weighs like a thousand pounds. It's really heavy. It took me forever to put this together oh you're gonna open this to a certain spot okay so i know for a lot of you guys you've been wanting to see jeff dance there's me i'm i you guys have right no idea here, jeff is dancing i was tearing it up tearing it up i'm also slightly i think i'm slightly sweaty oh, he was in that sweaty picture. he was sweaty and then i do dance i dance i was i danced during the like the countdown music too and there he is again yeah, he dances. Yeah. So oh, there's get, evidence right there. I get down. It's a little special yeah. treat for you guys. I, again, yeah. to cl clarify for the three 300th time, <laughs> I have nothing against dancing. I really like dancing. But like when we went to the Lindsey Sterling concert, I was I was moving and grooving. Yep. Um, but I don't like TikTok dances. And people were saying I needed to do a TikTok <laughs> dance. And I said, they're dumb. I will not do one. So... And that's final. We can hope and dream. No, we will not. We, you can dream, but there will be no. <laughs> that's it. That's as far as it goes. So I'm all for it. Guys. Yes, 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 yes. All right. So you guys super excited. I know you guys loved part one. We did too. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the beauty of this series. And yeah, we plan on doing more of these with other couples mm -hmm. um, just because it's so unique to get a couple who has stood the test. Um, they have a healthy marriage um, and uh, sharing their story of how mm -hmm. God has walked them through that process. All of them are going to be slightly different. And that's the amazing thing about it is unique. Yeah. Um, and so I know that that brought a lot of peace and encouragement to you guys. And mm -hmm. this episode is going to be no different. Mm -hmm. Same with uh, part three of three. It's, it's I'm just super excited. So yeah. our guest today, you guys know them, but they're really good friends of ours. They are. Uh, they're teachers, ministers. Um, really guys, just students of the word. They love Jesus. Mm -hmm. They exude Jesus. Mm -hmm. Uh, but they also have, uh, gone through, gone through the fires of trial with their marriage as well, just like everyone else. So let's give it up for our guests today, Costin and Mandy Woodhouse. Good to be back. Hi. Welcome oh. back. So, <laughs> all be here this time. 
Yay! Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. I've been really looking forward to this episode. Yes. Yay! That's cool that both of you guys on the other end of the screen. I know. Yeah. Both yeah. of us. Yeah, yeah, Kostin, it's always just been like you and Mandy and myself. Yeah. But it's never it's, been It's a double, a double date It's now. a double date yeah. in, front yes. of a, in front of a lot of people, in front of an, an audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I wish we did have a coffee. I know. I know. We were saying yeah, we've we got... We it's, have our coffee. It's morning yeah. for you guys. Yeah. It's evening for us. So we have decaf coffee. So, yeah. so for full disclosure, we've already had two cups of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> they did drink it. Good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. Aww. So, well, we're, like I said, a uh, uh, hundred times over, we're very excited mm -hmm. about having you guys on the show. Um, and just to share your story, I've actually never heard the entirety mm -hmm. of it. We've, you know, Mandy, we talk quite a bit. Yeah, but really? we haven't we have I haven't heard the entirety. Not of this. like the official yeah. together, and not. Oh, is that sarcasm? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, there's two versions to that story, so let's yeah. see what happens. That's right. it's Mandy's yeah. version of the truth. <laughs> no. No, no. <laughs> no. All right. So, okay. uh, I mean, how long have you guys been married? They're coming up on seventeen years. Seventeen nice. years in December. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Wow. Nice. Yeah. So but together like 19 because yeah. we dated for yeah nearly, nearly a year and a half. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, you dated for a while too. We did too. Yeah, yeah. we dated two yeah. years and we were engaged for 10 months. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. We were engaged for 10 weeks. Woo, oh, nice. oh, straight yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah. Didn't, yeah. yeah, didn't waste time. Yeah. yeah. I we have some friends, <laughs> we have some friends that are like happily married. I think they got they've been married, I think, longer than we have, uh -huh. and they met and then Within six months, we're married. Yeah, we've met a few people over, over yeah. our life that are like that, especially you know when God's involved in it. Right. That's yeah. why it's, I don't like. I've heard a lot of different people have like, you know, opinions on like, oh, it should be this much time, and I can understand right. the the thought behind that. But yeah, sometimes God expedites stuff, and these yeah. guys are missionaries too, so yeah. it's not. Yeah. They're very active missionaries. Yeah. Um, bouncing yeah. all over the place. And so for them, time wasn't on their side. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there was no point in waiting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we That's... wanted to get married right away. Like we knew, but God had, we had other commitments yeah. like in ministry yeah. and we were going to both going to be overseas. So in totally different countries um, yeah. at different times. So it just, it didn't. So yeah. we had a lot of waiting. Yeah. And, for us, it was like, we yeah. knew like, t I think two weeks into dating, I was like, wow. I, just, I just know it. I know it. And, yeah. uh, and she did too. Yeah. But then we long had to waiting. wait obviously a long time. Yeah. So long distance. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. It was yeah. good. It was really good. good stuff, so. yeah. Okay. So how, how did you guys meet? Yeah. We were both at uh, Hillsong college in Sydney. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Early 2000s. Uh huh. Um, and then I was, there was a couple of um, different campuses, so about about thirty kilometers apart, or 30, well, twenty miles apart. And uh, I moved from one on the outskirts of the city into the inner city campus. And uh, mm -hmm. then Mandy came to Australia that year. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> we like... didn't like each other. You didn't? Uh, no. <laughs> I love so, that. That's so, so <laughs> I was um, 
I'll try to make a really long story short. I was actually dating someone else. And I knew that when I went home for Christmas that year, we'd Uh be getting engaged. Like, you know, Uh I just knew that someone else. Uh And I was just because of that, I was like, not miserable, but I was just like, why Mm. did I leave? Why am I in Australia? And Mm -hmm. so I was going through a difficult time. And Costin was, I was a first year student and he was interning with the principal of the college. Okay. And so one of his roles as an intern was to mark papers, to grade, grade the papers. So I had written Mm -hmm. this paper that I believe deserved an A plus. And exactly a high distinction, a high distinction, high distinction. That's kind of an Aussie, an Aussie thing, right? So Uh I was using Americanism for the Americans. So yeah, A plus high distinction, but I only got a distinction, which would be like a B plus. And I marched into um, his (laughs) office. During his lunch break, outside. Oh yeah, it was outside. It was outside of off his office hours. Uh-huh. And demanded to know why I only got a B because <laughs> I really worked hard on this paper, and yeah. he was quite rude with me. <laughs> <laughs> Interrupting this man's lunch break, <laughs> and so, like, I guess it kind of made us see each other in a way that wasn't quite who we were. Mm-hmm. But then I like to say God had not other as ideas. other ideas. Yeah, because had he had plans yeah. because <laughs> at that stage um, in the church campus we were at, there were nine services over the weekend. And within each service, there was at least 15 to 20 places where you could choose to serve. Costa uh-huh. and, and I were in the same three services same mm-hmm. three areas of service. We just kept getting thrown together, thrown mm-hmm. together. And then and we, quite well together. we did, but I just was like, oh, this God. is the, the guy that it. denied me my high distinction. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> the nerve, Costin, the nerve. But but just for a bit of context, the difference between a distinction and a high distinction is the difference between like an A plus and an A plus plus. Oh, no, really? that's how it is. no. Well, ninety-seven I was American, and I didn't know that, so all I saw was like, yeah. <laughs> "It's how you met each other, really." It's yeah. How it all yeah. And we had all the same friends in the same age group, all that stuff. So we ended up um, having a conversation one night where we kind of saw each other differently. Mm-hmm. And then from there, things began to progress. Mm-hmm. And then... You know, <laughs> do, you, do you want to tell that, that bit about the boys and all that? Sure. <laughs> oh, oh, Mandy, yeah, what? Yeah, I'd like to hear this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's covering her face now. I'll try to come up with a brief version of it. So... <laughs> Um, <laughs> the first year students at the Bible College aren't allowed to date during their first year because mm-hmm. uh, people come from all over the world. They're excited about Jesus and it's just too much of a distraction. So, yep. Which, right, can I interject right. really quick? At Christmas, I went home and I felt the Lord say that the person I was dating was not God's best for me. Okay. It was very difficult, but we broke it off. And okay. I came back to Australia and decided I would stay for a second year because I knew I needed that. Um, Because I was originally only going to stay for one year. So enter 
the end of first year, the beginning of second year, and I'm single. So, okay. so you can imagine okay. and, and allowed okay. to mingle. Yes. Yeah. All the conversations. Who would you date? Who would you date? Blah, 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 blah. blah. <laughs> and all the little people that have been holding back on their feelings start to, you know, explore what January could bring. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, in a conversation with some of the guys, a couple of which I think liked Mandy, um, uh-huh. she said the only um, the only way, or only person I'd date would be someone of the caliber of me, of Costin, because I knew that would kind of get them off. Because I didn't like them, uh-huh. and yeah. anyway, uh-huh. oh. she didn't actually like me at that stage. Just we learned <laughs> to appreciate each other. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. So you know what happened next so is when you cast your girls before swine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect to the boys, actually, friends yeah. of mine. But, um, <laughs> um, they started teasing her that she Aww. liked him. They would yeah. stand behind yeah. him and go, we're like in our 20s at this stage. I'm like, mm-hmm. how old are you? Yeah. And I was so embarrassed because the year yeah. has rolled over. I'm a second year. He's graduated and he's now on staff as one of the deans of students. Wow. And so that's an honorable position. Yeah. And yeah. So, like, hmm. you take over. Okay. So <laughs> Mandy was amazing. She did the honorable thing. She, she oh. came to me and she said, look, um, this is what, this is what happened. I had this conversation. This is what I said. Uh-huh. Um, but the boys are, you know, uh, making fun of it. And I didn't want any rumors to get out there that, you know, I said something or meant something that I didn't. And oh, uh, yeah. I'll you or disrespect you. She's really amazing. Yeah. I was embarrassed. Yeah. So as yeah. we're talking, like I'm going to class, so I have like papers and books and I'm like, oh and i'm telling him and then i'm like oh like that throughout the conversation the paper got kind of higher oh, <laughs> oh that's so cute how oh, can you not it. think that's just adorable yeah it, that's exactly that's... right Laura. it was it was the that case was of, this girl's cute yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. and she's honorable yeah before me and the lord yeah uh, that was so that really... was my moment where i was like i like her yeah, yeah. oh i love that that's but, great but, where the story is a little bit different, and we'll end on this because we could talk forever. Where the story is yeah. a little bit different is that this was the start of a season where we would host a conference where there'd be like 30, 40,000 people that would attend this conference from across the wow. world. Wow. And Kostin, because of his role, was one of like, like one of the guys that ran everything behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So his brain space was like he he had six weeks leading up to this conference that he had to focus. Well, yeah. So meanwhile, though, he, it felt like he was pursuing me and he was not a flirt and all mm. the girls knew that so many girls liked him. And mm. I thought he was a man of integrity, but he mm. kept showing special attention to me. Mm. And so we had a conversation on the phone where I still believe that I heard him say, um, I really like like you and respect you, but I, I we need to be friends. Like I mm-hmm. thought he used the F word. The old friend zone. <laughs> yeah, I got, yeah, she heard the friend zone. That's what I thought. And, yeah, and yeah. he says that's not what he said. Uh-huh. And so it led to another conversation yeah. where I just kind of was like, you're a man of integrity. You, you led me on. Oh. And, and then- I love it. 
What? That's all of it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Through yeah. <laughs> her integrity, she um she wanted to confront me about it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And so I I came over to um to her house her and the girls she was living with and um mm-hmm. and Mandy opened up on me and said all these things you're a man of integrity and i just was I would like... expect better from you and, uh, and you're like what what is going on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know all this stuff oh, and while she's saying it it was very good but while she's saying it i started smiling and it made me angry <laughs> yeah right right yeah yeah which is a dynamic for our relationship because as she gets angrier she gets cuter stop it. so oh. i mean i'm compelled to tease more thank you <laughs> right yes yeah, thank you. Or I'll diffuse. I will diffuse a very tense situation by making her laugh, which makes her more. He'll upset. make fun of me. He'll she make fun of me. Annoyed, <laughs> and then I just, I, you know, I just. You know those moments when you like stomp away. That's the best. <laughs> he will. Yeah. He will make fun of me. Well, okay. That. No, I won't make. He he, he did it, and I then it got me to stop doing I don't it. Make <laughs> fun of her in the moment. I want everybody to know because that would be cruel. You're very, right? You're very sensitive. I'm very <laughs> sensitive. <laughs> Please don't use make fun of you when they're <laughs> teasing gently yes, with okay. love. Yes. That's love. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Oh, no. But so so, I see you're aware of this beautiful dynamic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, at the end of which, after Mandy had said everything, I said, is that everything, you know, is that all of it? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, would you go on a date with me? Oh, yeah. After the conference. Yeah. <laughs> and I just proceeded to explain that my life at the time was about 80 hours a week of hell for the next six weeks. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't yeah. do both. Yeah. Wow. Oh, well, and I felt about that big. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. You were wonderful about it. I just, yeah, I was like, oh. Humbling <laughs> moment, I had, right? I, I was just like, I'm not going to let a guy do that to me. It was, yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> God has a way of breaking down the walls when they need to be broken down, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. I think especially in a relationship. Well, and I'm sure, Mandy, you were feeling a mix of emotions in that where, yeah, you were like embarrassed, but also like, oh. <gasps> Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He does like me. (laughs) I knew it. Yeah. (laughs) Deep down. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's that moment where there's no doubt and there's no confusion. It's like you're just very clear on intentions. When you know what you want, you know it's the right thing, the right direction, and then you just state what you want. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Your intentions are. Yeah. So. Yeah. It feels good. Yeah. 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 So, 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 okay. So then, I mean, obviously, you guys went on a first date after the conference and all of that. Yes. Um, and then, I guess, where did things go from there? Oh, we just we just kept dating, uh, built a really good friendship very yeah. quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, had some good conversations about our life and dreams and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. One thing I didn't say is um, I had watched Vandy handle a situation. I don't even remember what it was. Mm-hmm. But just before the the piece of paper happened, mm-hmm. I was going to handle something. I, I honestly, I wish I could remember what it was, but she did it with such godly integrity and such a pure heart. We just sought, oh. kept the heart of mm-hmm. Jesus. Love it. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think everyone's got their list for their, for their spouse, but mm-hmm. um, the bottom, like the bedrock of mine is that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't like, there's lots of other things I love about Mandy, but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. my, my wife had to be somebody that uh, no matter what happened, how hard it was or what God said, that's mm-hmm. what, that's what she would, she would cling to and never veer from it. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Yeah. 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 That's big. That's my kind of, that was my one non-compromisable. Um, and I watched Mandy do that. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that that's, that's mm-hmm. someone I can trust with my heart. Awesome. And my yeah. best dream for my whole natural life mm. and, uh, <clears throat> yeah, i think it was only within a week or two that the piece of paper conversation happened so god was sort of setting so setting you, it up. Were, yeah, so you were already <laughs> well, i mean it? did you before the piece of paper incident did you or co- <laughs> conversation however you want to call it did costin <laughs> did you were you already in that phase of like she's a worthy she'd be a worthy were you thinking about her were you thinking about in her? that way not exactly. Um, a week or two beforehand, uh, I was just having a quiet time with the Lord, and uh, out of nowhere, He just said to me um, something to the effect of "Get your life together because you're going to meet your wife soon." Whoa! Oh wow! Um, but I didn't. Um, but I, I didn't just try to, you know, you know, try to join the dots to somebody in my world. I just yeah yeah just yeah disobeyed. But um. Uh-huh. Um, it happened so quickly that it was just a natural <laughs> progression. Like within yeah. a, a few yeah. weeks of each other. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys dated for a year and a half and then you got married, correct? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So did you, uh, I'm curious about this because there are people that say your first year of marriage, <laughs> oh, your first year of marriage is so hard. Okay. Now right. there are people who would a hundred percent say, yeah, absolutely. But for as was the case with us, yeah, it didn't really feel like, you know, because we were very serious from like very clear on our intentions, all those things. Obviously, Early we dated on. for two years, engaged for 10 months. But mm-hmm. for us, it wasn't it didn't feel we dealt with a lot of stuff leading up to our marriage. Mm-hmm. So when we got married, because we didn't live together, you know, and we were mm-hmm. living in different areas up until when we got married and all that. So for us, we were just so happy to be together. Mm-hmm. And obviously there was still conflict. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, but I'm just curious what that process was like for you guys in that first year um, of marriage. Yeah. We did a, a bunch of pre-marriage courses and counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, counseling is probably not the right word, like like pre-marriage stuff where you just yeah, through values and expectations and uh, perception, all that, all, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, I think we call it marriage counseling or uh, pre premarital counseling. counseling. Yeah. yeah, and I had done a pre-engagement set few of those because I had been so um, wrapped up in this other relationship. Mm-hmm. Even before Costin came around, I wanted to be certain that, mm-hmm. like, I was completely no soul ties, that yeah. there was nothing yeah, left that's, in that old that's relationship. Good. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, continue. I didn't even know that, but I never ever felt that. Um, and then also, we had some really good um, people in our world, like yeah. some couples of various ages, yeah. some of them um, about the age we are now. In their yeah, 40s, yeah, we did too. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. And then we had some older ones as well. It's really amazing of the couples that were, you know, in the 60s and 70s that um, just really yeah. carried a sweet spirit yeah. and have been married yeah. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so a good example, good to ask questions. We're able to bounce things off them. Things that seem like a massive explosive drama or issue, they diffused very quickly because of the wisdom and perspective awesome. that they had. Yeah. Yeah. Really um, good. That was all before we got married. So yeah. we had a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 First year was great. It really was. I don't remember. I don't even remember having arguments. I'm sure we did. We were working things out, but I don't Mm -hmm. remember. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was like ours too. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, did you have a certain year where that did happen for you guys or did it just kind of grow? As a gradual, yeah, yeah, good question. Aaron. We've had some challenging years, but not. Yeah, I've never. We've never really turned on each other. Like, no. Yeah, yeah, and we I haven't either. I don't think the challenging years have been because you've had something come up or I've had. It's mm-hmm. because of the external circumstances. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And so there's pressure, and when there's pressure, it you know you kind of but it's iron sharpening iron. Right. It's not like yeah. I suddenly see this evil thing inside of him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It wasn't like that. Yeah. yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. With that? yeah, yeah that's definitely. good. And the only time external pressure usually pushes us together. Yeah. But um, the only time it's ever or the seasons ever felt the temptation for it to be abrasive between us is if those external forces are divisive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. yeah. If you have uh-huh. something, a leader or something in your world that, you know, tries to play off against each other or, um, mm. or, or tries to pull your values away from your marriage or something like that. Like yeah. Your time or too much of your time or too much, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Something to take you away. So question though, I think that this is something that'd be really important because there are people <clears throat> who are listening to this, who are like, you hold on. Most of your issues are external and the external things actually push you guys closer together. How was it? Do you feel like this was a natural progression as you guys sought the Lord? Is it like more compatible temperaments? Is it uh, like learned skills? I'm just curious Mm -hmm. for you guys what that was, you know, how you guys kind of have kind of come to that place. I'm not sure that um, like for starters, I'm not sure that compatibility is a, is, is the issue that people think it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not just not sure. I, I think in the Lord, it's a bit different. Um, mm-hmm. If you yield and surrender to the Lord and to each other, then it, it can change things that would be negatives into positives very quickly. Yeah. Um, but I think there are some pillars for us that have stopped it from ever being div- like making pressure divisive. Um, yeah. We're completely honest with each other. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, like yeah. completely, like sometimes painfully yeah. so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, yeah. I don't mean like honesty can be painful, but I don't think when people think of painful honesty, they think of like um, in a worldly sense saying what you really think, but I don't yeah. that's actually rubbish. I think that whole paradigm's a bit, a bit, a bit twisted out of shape because you yeah. don't, you don't, I don't think in your, in your new nature you really have uh, a malicious, you yeah. know, um, right. lens. For each other but um but honesty is in being honest about the intents of your heart so that you can deal with them um, and yeah. being honest about challenges you have or mm-hmm. stuff like that it keeps you really safe um, uh-huh. yeah. um mm-hmm. it, it, and it makes you value 
your intimacy of, of communication above all else. Mm -hmm. I can tell you guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Become yeah. precious to you. Um, yeah. yeah, it's the communication. We we're talking about how it's like learning a new language when you get married. Yeah, you're learning um, through emotions and, and learning how to kind of speak that language. And I think that that develops over time. Like I think some people get worried that it's compatibility when they don't feel like they're meeting. And yeah. it's like, I think yeah. there are ease in communication, which was one of your yeah, points. Yeah. But also patience to learn <laughs> it, to learn it, right? Yeah. And that it can take years for some people, totally. right? Like, yeah. I think it, it's ever growing. Your language is ever growing together as a couple with God. Right. Um, but I would, I was curious as to like, maybe some tips of like, how you communicate, like how you learned to communicate together. Um, to the point where you're you're not screaming at each other or that's jumping big, off like what was for like maybe more newlywed couples what or somebody who's dating you know like or people who've been uh, married for and a, still, a handful of years and yeah. just like, yeah. Yeah. like cats and dogs yeah. yeah yeah there's a couple of things we can say i think one of the most helpful things for me that we remind each other of often is that we're on the same team yeah. Mm, yeah. I say that. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We say that. And yeah. like we're on the same team. So we're not fighting against each other. Mm -hmm. And then if there is an, an ongoing annoyance that we can't seem to shake, but you know logically there's no reason for it, that's mm -hmm. when we know that there is something demonic that's actually mm. attacking. So then we can go to war when we realize it's that's not really it's not flesh and blood. Uh -huh. You know, because there are times where we've only, y'all, we've been married almost 17 years. And only in the past year have we worked out that when that annoyance, even when we've been um, honest and we've whatever, when the annoyance the is thing. still in the air. And it's irrational. And it's irrational. That is mm -hmm. how I learned is the irrational. Yes. You know? like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you know yeah. that there's a spirit yes. involved. And so when you know that it's a spirit and it's not mm -hmm. you be like, or him or whatever, then you can stop and pray together. Mm. Um, good. Yeah, it's amazing. Sometimes like just stopping in those instances, stopping and praying, mm -hmm. maybe not, not always the case. It can be a little bit of like a siege from the enemy where it's like maybe a couple of days or extended period of time. But mm -hmm. a lot of times it just is like, boom, you just feel like, something when you've identified it mm -hmm. and you're like no and you both are facing the same direction in mm -hmm. unity yes Man, like i've we felt a lot of things just immediately lift mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah um that's really good and i think this may be going off did you want to say something hmm. i've got some practical ones yeah go get practical go okay mm -hmm. um for a guy especially i think um learning tenderness Mm -hmm. um, and learning that your tone doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. I, I too had. Oh. That... Not mad at you. Yeah. I'm very passionate about this thing. I feel like you oh, are. Man. That was huge for us the first few years. I think if yeah. we fought over anything, it was tone. Yeah. I was like, I'm not a pansy. I can take it. Tell me, but don't have a, a negative tone. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> please. Yeah. 
learning that yes. your tone does matter. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, for, I, I think it, it generalizations, but I think they're, they're, they're generalizations because they're generally true. Uh-huh. Um, oftentimes, many will be expressing an emotion, but it's undistilled or thought even that's attached to that emotion. Uh-huh. And it'll be undistilled, it'll be unprocessed. <laughs> and it comes out as a statement of fact. And so as a, as the husband, I'm like, oh, we can't think like that. Like, we need to resolve that. We need to dismantle that. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we shouldn't actually yeah. believe that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so um, oh, yeah, I found the trick is to listen a little bit longer because usually she's just expressing oh. something that she's quite capable of working out for herself. She just needs to externally process it with you. Yeah. yeah. Likewise, I've learned to say, I'm just pro- processing this right now yeah yeah again and you're then, learning each other's language right yeah yeah it's that back and forth yeah. you understand yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good. That, will, that will eliminate a bunch of fights yeah because you end up <laughs> fighting a battle that's not really there yeah um yeah. but yeah so for a guy tenderness the mm. way you say things your tone mm. um being patient like you were saying and um and then um but listening longer, like right at the point where you feel like you have a solution to her problem. Uh-huh. When she doesn't actually have a problem, she's just expressing some stuff that needs to get out in a safe place. And so listening yeah. longer and longer, yeah. waiting, waiting, waiting. Yeah. Um, there are times in, if Mandy's really expressing something um, deep, mm-hmm. I won't actually speak except to reflect what, what she said. I won't actually speak anything into it mm-hmm. until I feel the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what no matter how congruent it seems in my head yeah or how much of a solution or a silver bullet what i have to say feels like i won't say a word in that space until i feel the lord or unless i feel the lord just that's really good man wow. wait, wait, wait. and it seems like you wait too long and when you wait too long you probably only just need to wait long enough mm-hmm. uh-huh yeah good. good really like these that's really that's good. practical Why? Yeah. As a wife, one of the biggest things I've learned is to not try to control him. Mm. And I think women, look, <laughs> yes. I'm a Southern girl. <laughs> I don't know what it's like in like the Pacific Northeast, but Southern girls, it's just part of the culture uh, to try yeah. to control and to try to hold on to whatever and nag mm. and do those things. And yeah, like, what I've worked out is that my husband is a man of God. Mm-hmm. And if you are a woman that's married to a man of God, the man of God is going to hear from God for himself. Mm. And there is nothing really that is going to like, I cannot push him the way the Holy spirit yeah. can speak to him. And when he hears the Holy spirit for himself, yeah. then he's on it. Like he's obedient. So if there's something that that I disagree with or I can see prophetically maybe that this isn't going to work out that whatever I've learned I can I've learned how to to like maybe not do it with in a controlling way but mention mm-hmm. something leave it there give it to the Lord and mm-hmm. if it is the Lord mm-hmm. trust my husband yeah. To hear from the Lord for himself. Yeah. Well, and that's like a double prize for you because you get to grow in your trust with God and with yes. Austin. Oh, that's you a know? good point, Lauren. Yeah. And so it's like you're growing in that kind of triangular relationship because you're learning. Yeah. I think that's a lot of it has to do with trust. And I think for not just Southern women, just women in general, you know, <laughs> 
at least to speak for myself, like that control in little ways, it can kind of be a temptation to like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, it's for a good cause or it's for a good thing. But it's yeah. like, you know, you know when you are because the yes. Holy Spirit speaks it to you. You get that conviction yes. and you know, and you know. And it's yeah. like just an opportunity to trust him yes. and then to grow together. Like that time. bond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Just from yeah. letting go. That's what really I, I mean, the, definitely the stereotype is the nagging wife and the silent slash lone wolf dad who keeps to himself and doesn't communicate. And it's interesting because that's the flesh's, if we're left to the devices of the flesh, that's what the flesh is gonna wanna do, right? But it's actually the reverse. It's like for for the 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 wife, it's don't nag your husband and trust him. And and, and that actually will communicate respect. But then also for the, it doesn't stop there. The guy is supposed to lean in. And there's a measure of trust. And I think sometimes, you know, guys can have a harder time being vulnerable. Um, I'm, I'm kind of a rare case where I'm, I'm very transparent. Uh, And so right away, you know, when I felt safe, I was just Mm -hmm. like, here's this. And I have this idea for this movie and I have this (laughs) thing and blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, it was. Yeah. So, but I think that that's, that's it though, is that whole, like, wife not controlling their husband and husband engage mm-hmm. yeah listen yes. communicate yes. be vulnerable yeah. like mm-hmm. those things if, if they can do that i mean obviously there's more nuance to it but it is hyper yeah. distilled down but mm-hmm. people can get into that space man it's just like mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and i always i always go back to um, I, I i was thinking of this quote when you're talking earlier mm-hmm. about we're on the same team and and that was something that we established very quickly. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love in the second Avatar movie, Jake Soli's oh, line, yeah. this family is our fortress, you know, yeah. and that recognition mm-hmm. of like, doesn't matter what's out there. Like yeah. this, yes. this is our safe space. This is our, this is where our strength comes from is, is right here, yeah. you know, yeah. and that we are allies. We are on the same team, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Love that story. Mm-hmm. I love that movie just because of that aspect. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so good. How a man yeah. is to operate in a woman. I think he just captured it really well, like a, a, yeah. a mother and a father, and like their role in their children's lives, um, and that they're equal partners in it. You know, like it's not one over the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so good. Yeah. Um, I read one of the best books I read for um, kind of what puts language to this whole thing is um, Emerson Egerich's uh, Love and Respect. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I know it, but yeah. I, haven't, I haven't read yeah. it. And just understanding that, um, in a broad sense, a man's love language is respect, mm-hmm. uh, and a woman's love language is, is love, which is mm-hmm. often tenderness and, and patience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he talks about this thing called the crazy cycle, where um, it's kind of like a downward spiral, where um, there's a there's, there's conflict and mm-hmm. um, and either the woman will say something disrespectful, um, either because it's controlling or distrustful or, uh, or um, even degrading, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, and and or the husband will say something that in a tone that's unloving, mm-hmm. and then uh, no matter who who starts the process, the more unloved she feels, the more disrespectful she responds. Mm. The more disrespectful she is, the more the more disrespected yeah. he feels yeah the harsher he's going to get now, that's a yeah. cycle that's in the flesh but yeah yeah uh-huh. 
<laughs> that's that's pretty much that's it. Yeah. Conflict in a nutshell. Yeah. If yeah. you don't know how to navigate out of that into the Holy Spirit, and it's the opposite of the world that the world yeah. is stupid because they're, they're they're blind to the ways of God and the original design for us, mm-hmm. and um, mm. uh, you know, in the hardness of their heart and their ignorance. And um, uh, but knowing that that's um, to for for a woman to be respectful to her husband to be to not um, project distrust or that she knows mm. better in a situation. But still being able to communicate her values, her preferences, and mm-hmm. even her her uh, her thoughts about a situation and what she thinks it should be. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit elijahfire.com/give and become a partner today. Mm-hmm. Uh, that those things are all there, but doing it respectfully and in in a place of knowing that end of the day, yeah, you know, uh, the husband's going to have to make a decision. That mm-hmm. affects you both, and so um, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 conversely, like respecting mm-hmm. um, your that your wife needs tenderness, patience. Mm-hmm. You need to actually make a space for her to hear, uh, to be heard. Excuse me, mm-hmm. uh, and be intentional about that. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. really good stuff, you guys. Yeah. So I have a question. What about those situations? How how do you handle? Or how would you recommend handling? Uh, these are famous and these happen, uh, you know, they happen in every relationship where mm-hmm. the guy says something and the, the wife hears something completely different mm-hmm. or a different motive and then mm-hmm. keeps on all of these emotions mm-hmm. attached to something that isn't real mm-hmm. that didn't happen. And then yeah. comes at you with both barrels and you're like, okay, hang on. What happened? Oh, you said this. I'm like, didn't did not say that uh, or that's not even what i was referring to you know and Mm -hmm. then how how do you navigate something like that Mm -hmm. i think we're a little bit a little bit different because i am a um doesn't sound like it when we told our story of getting together but i actually typically shut down so if I day. mishear him, I'm not going to come at him with two barrels. Okay. I'm not going to give him the silent treatment either. I just shut mm. down. Yeah. And I guess mm. I shouldn't specify. It could be the guy that's like that or the girl that's like that too. It doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be. Yeah. yeah. You're like the opposite. Yeah. He, in those cases, for me, he has been, um, there might be some tension, you know, he might have a tone, but he's been really good at learning to draw it out of me. And be ten- and tenderness, think, yeah. Yeah, and tenderness yeah. And, and just like, okay, let's talk about what's going on here. And again, mm-hmm. that is an area we probably still need to work on because sometimes we fight over it. Mm-hmm. But he mm-hmm. has, same. yeah. I yeah, can tell, yeah. I can tell that he's asked the Lord about it because it's over the years he gets better and better at it, where he's more patient, uh-huh. and now he knows, okay, something's gone wrong here, so let's mm-hmm. talk about it. But at the same time, I, I I might be speaking for myself, but I think that we are really good at not letting those things linger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I'm not talking about days. Yeah. It could be the longest it might linger is an hour. Awesome. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I think mm-hmm. I thought you said this. It hurt me or whatever. Because we can't afford to have anything get in the way. Yeah. Right. Like, especially being in ministry and especially yeah. just like we can't have anything yeah. between us. And mm-hmm. so we have to. And we won't do fake. 
Yeah, no. and we're not oh, no. we're not that type. We're not fake. No. So, you know, if if I've misheard yeah. him, I shut down. He knows to ask me. I don't know how many times you've misheard me. You just often will hit it. You just hit it straight away, and mm-hmm. then we get it cleared up. So, yeah. that's just something. Yeah. When I was when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds all noble that I was pursuing Mandy's heart, trying to draw out what she was saying, but the way I went about it wasn't great in at the start of our marriage. Like I'm like, you're not telling me what you're thinking. You shut yeah. it down, and <laughs> yeah, my my tone was too um, was too much for that situation. It was making it worse. You know, what I mean? it's like <laughs> yeah, ripping right. open the uh, the chrysalis, <laughs> yeah, and like here I'll help you. There we go. Struggling. Yeah. So I've had to learn like two things. One to make a safe space. I was like, okay, yeah, hang on. yeah. Let's go. Yeah. You're shutting down now. Yeah. Let's sit down for a minute. Um, but yeah. also not to react yeah. to um what comes out straight away. Like um That's good. the classic one is you hurt me, you said this and it hurt. Mm-hmm. And so the the temptation is to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. you can't do it um <laughs> it seems fair and it seems just to defend yourself especially if you didn't do anything wrong mm-hmm. um and you say oh but your tone and no 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 you didn't, actually didn't do anything wrong it's just a misunderstanding but you need mm-hmm. to be capable uh-huh. to get past that and so um and so when you feel attacked especially i think i can only speak from a guy's point of view but um girls have have the capacity to wound you in the most weird way mm-hmm. um and it often comes in terms of you hurt me, you did this, you said that, because it attacks your honor and who you are. Exactly, yeah, especially if it's that's... contrary to your normal behavior. Yeah, yeah. well, contrary to what your body is. Yeah, it's yeah. not who you are, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so being able to to just see straight past it and go, okay, um, mm-hmm. what did you feel in that moment? Mm-hmm. What did you, what, what, how did that make you feel? What, why did you feel hurt? What, not why did you feel like you're interrogating her, but, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd love to know. Helping, helping them process, process through it. it. And like this is anybody listening, this right here, what Costin is talking about is 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 actually universal in terms of dealing with conflict. Mm. So if you if you have a misunderstanding with a friend, you have a misunderstanding with spouse, whether That's it's really good. the guy or the girl in the relationship, this mm-hmm. is something you can actually apply today. Even if you're in conflict, you were in conflict an hour ago and it wasn't resolved, you can apply this right now. That's what's mm. so good about this, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's really good. Yeah. yeah. It's good. And keeping no record of wrongs. Yeah. Mm. I just, yeah, that's a big I one. cringe when I see couples do that or I'll bring up stuff. Oh, bring up stuff from like the past. Yeah, like yeah, 10 like, years ago. Yeah. 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 In public. Or yesterday. Yeah. 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 We just, mm. I don't, neither of <clears throat> us do that you know and um i think i've watched too many um my my parents were a great example of like their marriage went really really wrong and they were separated for years and the lord restored their marriage restored their love for each other like they are a rare very it's rare to find that that's amazing. But one of the things that I saw was just the resentment that would build up. And I remember making like mm-hmm. a like a decision, you know, that I wasn't going to let that happen yeah. or bring up the past or throw things in each other's faces or mm-hmm. or any of those things, you know. And and um I think I mean 
that scriptural, like, you know, love doesn't keep a record of wrongs and mm-hmm. it rejoices in the truth and mm-hmm. um, bears all things, believes all things. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. I think there's a difference between, um, so what Mandy's not talking about is like pushing it down. Yeah, no. Where you're like, right. oh, love keeps no record of wrongs and you just push it back down there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> compacts and compacts <laughs> and compacts, yeah. They're oh, still there. Comes out like a dragon, but no, um, no. Uh, yeah, the old snapping turtle, but um, uh, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> old personality types. Um, <laughs> but actually, like we do talk about things, yeah. but it's not in yeah. a context of conflict. So we'll, yeah. we'll ask each other, "How are you doing?" Mm-hmm. Um, quite proactive about it. But even if you haven't been proactive, being able to communicate in a way like, "Are you feeling resentful? Are you feeling?" Yeah. yeah okay this happened the other day okay let's talk about it so yeah. you actually talk it through yeah. and dissolve the thing and get understanding yeah. you do that well it brings you closer like yeah. it's really beautiful yeah. it, it actually makes you understand each other better and yeah, yeah. And it's exciting wow. and it's rewarding yeah. and it's uh-huh. you know it's all these yeah. things because i think that the thing that i have found mm-hmm. because we have laid healthy groundwork we've done all the healthy groundwork especially in the early stages of our relationship Mm -hmm. not even married yet Mm -hmm. very intentional is you know i get really um grieved when um people trying to do well Mm -hmm. who are married they've been married for 20 years or something like that and Mm -hmm. And someone's about to get married and they're like all they can talk about is how hard it's going to be and all these things i'm like yes but honestly for us it's been two-thirds bliss one-third challenge but it's because we've actually we've gone through a lot of really tough stuff together and we've made sure that whole this family is our fortress thing like yeah that's like recognizing that we're on the same team yeah and that any conflict we have is it's resolvable yeah. Like it's yeah. not like, and it was resolvable actually within the same day. Yeah. You know, it's not. Well, and conflict's going to come up no matter what, yeah. but yeah. It, it's that building up of your fortress when you handle it the good, like the right way, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. way that's yeah. not going to damage, you know, your husband or your wife. And I just think that, so it is, it is even in the conflict, it's a blessing in any relationship. Yeah. There's a blessing to, to grow closer when that conflict does come up, because it is going to come up right. through just life circumstances. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I feel like I have a prophetic word for someone uh-huh. as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's really simple. Couples that are struggling, go and have fun together. Yes, yes. we always that say is, that too. Yeah, you, yeah. I see you guys are always doing fun stuff, even like talking to you few weekends ago you were all excited about going on your little weekend getaway you know (laughs) we do the same thing we have one day a week where we just go and do fun stuff together good and that i'm telling you there's something there's something in that doing Mm -hmm. fun stuff together and i'm so sorry but being intimate it is important. Yeah. Um, don't, there. don't apologize. No. Yeah. It's important. Ladies, don't uh, be cold. They need yeah. it. Yeah. We do too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. But actually, they did studies, even just with like the doing fun stuff together. Um, mm-hmm. they did studies and found they found that like couples, even if they didn't have anything in overtly in common 
maybe when they first yeah. got together, going and doing things together actually was like a mark of a healthy, like long lasting marriage was yeah. actually going and doing, doing things, things together. And it's like, it's so important. Yeah. So yes. important. Even if it's like, look, maybe you're tight on cash. Like mm -hmm. have an unplugged day where you take your phones, which we actually need to start doing again. We yes. used to do that every Thursday. Um, yeah. But you take your phones, put them in a different room. Yeah. And we play a board game together. You know, we watch a movie watch together. A movie. Yeah. We do, you know, something. Uh, yeah. Free or cheap. You know, yeah, like yeah. I had some friends that used to do the uh the ten dollar challenge, like they'd have ten dollar dates and they'd try oh, to figure out that's so cute. Awesome. I yeah. love that. Yeah, that's that again. We should that's do that. It's like 20 years that. ago. So maybe we can call it the $50 challenge. Or yeah, I mean, it's like a little bit. Of inflation. <laughs> $50,000 challenge. Yeah. <laughs> that's a real, who is the challenge? Yeah. Show it a date tonight. We'll send you $1,000. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I made you a paper craft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doing it with $20 yes. now. Let's make some. That would be cool. The city had free ferries that, that went around the river and stuff like that. So they do stuff like that, uh, you know, yeah. find cool things yeah. to do. You know? Well, and even just going to the park, you know, it's yeah. like a picnic. Yeah. We, we did a yes. picnic, you know, just yeah. Like, yeah. buy cheap food. And yeah. Like yeah, you, you, you can even go to, I don't know what the equivalent is in Australia, but do they have, do they have Goodwill in Australia? They have different versions of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, like that's what we did. Like when we were super poor, is I just went to Goodwill and got a cheap basket. And yeah. then bought like I went to Walmart or something and bought like a cheap like checkered tablecloth and yeah. then I yeah. you know, put it in the basket and yeah. I just went and bought like cheese and and fruit yeah. and things like that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's so cheap and doable. So good, so good. Husbands, you can wow your wife today with that <laughs> idea. That one was for free. Oh. Write her a poem. It cost you nothing. Yeah, yes. he's done yeah. that. Oh. Or flowers, just written. Look, yeah. look. He does that. I. I'm not like red rose kind of girl. Yeah, I'm not either. I knew the second I saw her, I was like, flowers. Yes, Lauren. We were driving through the Adelaide Hills the other day and there's a daffodil farm and they had like in a bucket on the side of the road with a little jar you stick money in. And he stopped and got me some daffodils. And I'm like, that is just better than roses. Yes, handpicked flowers are the best uh, flowers yeah in la in la i was so poor i was a missionary i was so poor i didn't have any money and i would drive there was like a, a long stretch where i could get to where she lived mm -hmm. um it was like five five ten minutes down the road and there were all these wildflowers and i would just stop and i would get out and i'd yank like a, a bunch and i would just like and i would make a bouquet on my way to see her guys yeah, it's so okay. easy like honestly like yeah. it, it's fun like yeah. It's just like, yeah, it, like that's not, that's such a small thing, but it goes a long way, you know? Yes, yeah. it's true. Yeah. True. Good. So, they just died pointless. Stop it. <laughs> Stop they swoon. It. They swoon. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I'm really curious though, you guys, because obviously you're both, before you met, you were in mm -hmm. ministry, seeking God for yourselves, all those things. Mm -hmm. And then you get married. Yep. And then you run into the seeking God for yourself, but yes. I'm also, how do we seek God together, but also mm. still seek, what was that process like for you guys? Together yeah. and apart. Together and apart. Yeah. Yeah. 
bit of a long process for us. Actually, you'd be surprised <laughs> yeah. like, for two profits in one house and think that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can only imagine. But no, it's taken us years because we have very yeah. different modes of operating in our yeah. personal time with the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm very meek and quiet. I'm joking. <laughs> Yeah. I can pray in tongues for hours. High volume. High volume. Um, and pray for different things, you know, you know, on the planet, in our world, whatever. Um, and I'm the <laughs> contemplative girl in the meadow that's birds land on your yeah. shoulder and yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the woodland creatures come up to you. Actually, yeah. actually. actually. Disney print yeah. too. For real? <laughs> no kidding. Like, like I have an PC like anointing. Yeah. Anyway. That's amazing. Oh, oh I love that. I love that. Yeah. Uh, so it's taken us ages to work out how to pray and worship together. Um, I have to just mm -hmm. shut up sometimes. Um, mm -hmm. And we yield to each other now. Yeah. It's, it's um, We're still practicing. It's fairly new. Yeah. Like, it's only been a year or so that we've kind of figured out how to do it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Ministering together is awesome. Yeah, we kind of read each other's yeah. minds. Yeah, and when we prophesy together, we we're like oh, one two punch, you know, or preach together. Like we're yeah. really good when we minister together. So it's been that time in the Lord together that has been the hard part for us. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think though there have been times when we've interceded for something like massive that we've done okay together. But just in the everyday, oh, let's pray together like that. Uh, mm -hmm. Only in the past six months, I would say, have we yeah. been yeah. able to do it well awesome. and not get annoyed with each other. Mm -hmm. <laughs> again, yeah. though, again, though, annoyance while you're trying to pray together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 wonder, huh? Yeah. It's almost like it's spiritual warfare, Satan trying to yeah. divide. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think that that's similar for us too. Like we're still, mm -hmm. we still, I think we go through seasons too where it's like, mm -hmm. it's easier than other times where it's like, it's very clear and we have, we're very focused. And then there's other yeah. times where it's, it's vague and it's hard to kind of focus together because yeah. you yeah. do operate so differently. Um, yeah. yeah. I, think we're still I think it's letting go of control to like, yeah, like we like yeah. very different styles, not I mean, kind of like Costin could listen to the old third day worship over and over and over and mm -hmm. he gets fed and I'm like, oh my gosh, third day. That's so nineties. Like, <laughs> we, you know, and I, I yeah. like, I like you know, Jeremy Riddle right right now. I'm on to Jeremy Riddle. Jeremy yeah. Riddle. We're both loving Jeremy yeah. Riddle right now. He's so pure, but, mm. but yeah. like learning, like if we're going to come together and pray, I've had to learn just let go of it. Yeah. If, if listening to third day is going to like stir up the atmosphere of faith for him yeah. i'm okay with that and yeah. and if he wants to pray in tongues i'm just gonna let him pray in tongues like and mm. then likewise i'm going to try to pray more and not pray as long and you know we're <laughs> are you a long prayer is that is that what that is, is that, I, oh, yeah, yeah i think we both are and so we we're learning to yield to each other. Yeah. 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 Actually, it's awesome. Yeah. 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 But I think that's like, it's such an important thing. I love the transparency of just saying like, yeah, this is a more recent thing of us yeah. really cracking, you know, some of this and, and yeah. being able to function in this space together because yeah. 
sometimes I've seen it. I, oh, look, I'll speak from uh, like when we first got married, there's also a part of you that like, you know, especially if you're more, I more of an idealist like mm -hmm. myself where you're like, Oh, we should look like this. And we don't look like that. Mm -hmm. So something's yeah. wrong. And Oh no. Yeah. And, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And that some of these things just take time, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Just do. Yeah. 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 No, that's really good. Mm -hmm. Well, I like that. Cause I mean, we, we have always been in ministry kind of apart. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Now back to the show. Um, even at the same time, yeah. like when we we're engaged. And so, and, and I feel like God's even had us in separate places. And so I feel like now he's kind of bringing us together and not just with like Elijah Fire, but in future things that he's spoken to us. Yeah. Um, yeah where it's it's very new and so would love to glean more from you guys in the future uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> i think that's big you know because we all everyone has a ministry yeah together yeah with yeah. their yeah. husband or their wife totally. yeah and so i just think that that's a part it's a part of growing together but it can look different you know when you're whatever type of ministry you're doing yeah. so yeah yeah um I just something just came to my mind as you were speaking, Lauren. That um, yeah. I think the four of us could accidentally create um, this kind of ideal, like you know, this is the goal for everybody to look like, right? Like, like mm. the four of us. But um, a lot just spoke to me because I realized there are people out there that are um, specifically uh, the picture I saw. Mom was uh, women who are married to either guys that aren't. Um, aren't really on fire for the Lord or mm -hmm. don't know the Lord. Yeah. And, mm. You know, and I know you're listening. So, um, and I, I know there's different ways you could have got to that space. You've been married before you found the Lord or, or he, whatever. Right. And, and it could both go to the guys that, that have um, a, a wife that's not. Um, but at the end of the day, you're only responsible for your choices. And so mm. your obedience in that situation yeah, um, looks good. like something. And um, mm. Mm. I've got I've got some friends that I think I think they're all females who mm. um, actually some of them are in ministry, like some actually pastors and pastors in churches and stuff like that. And um, but their the husbands just aren't switched on to the Lord at all. Some of them aren't even really. Um, yeah, they may not be born again. Um, but. For them, it looks like having a um, a gentle, yielded spirit in their household, so their husband, mm -hmm. um, and even if even while they pursue the call in their lives, mm -hmm. uh, and so um, and also some some uh, some younger couples where um, you know uh, she might feel like she's carrying him, but in a day you can't actually carry him, um, mm -hmm. but. So, but if you're pursuing the call in your life and you know you're called to more of God, mm -hmm. uh, you're only able to be responsible for um, you keeping a gentle and humble spirit um, mm -hmm. as, as scripture instructs you to. Yeah. And, and that leaves you free. Um, you can't mm -hmm. make it ideal on the outside in the day. There's a great reward for you. And you don't know what the Lord will do in your, your husband or your wife. Yeah. Uh, it's good. Uh, all you can do is be responsible and 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 uh, sow into the relationship in a way the Lord has called you to. Mm -hmm. yeah. so the guy mm -hmm. that means being a good leader and making space, even if she's rebellious and 
conversely for, for, for a wife, being able to keep that gentle and humble spirit, even submissive spirit, uh, really don't care what the world thinks about that word. Um, yeah. but, but it's powerful. <laughs> it's your weapon. Don't, don't be, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a weapon yeah. Um, yeah. because if you don't do it, you'll end up in the crazy cycle where he feels disrespected and you feel I love it will just get worse and worse because you can't use the enemy's tools against him. It doesn't work that way. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, so to, to be encouraged that God will, will bring a spirit of grace and glory over your situation, even if your spouse isn't um, responding ideally. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's mm. really good. I think that that goes back to um, our last episode on marriage with Yvonne and Mina. Um, they they talked about kind of having that starting off unequally yoked, um, mm. you know, and I think that would be good for people to watch. Um, yeah, what a great way of putting it, starting off unequally yoked. Yeah, and that can look different for different people, you know. Um, yeah. But maybe they're just not spirit-filled and they gave, yeah. you know, their life to Jesus, but they kind of left that in the past. Um, I think that episode would be really hopeful for a lot of people if you missed it last time. Um, because I think that's really important, Costin. I think there's yeah. a lot of people that are in that yeah. place, you know. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like and I think that's that is really important. I'm grateful that the Lord really highlighted that too, Costin, mm -hmm. of of that like what we have and what you guys have, it's not a um uh it's not a like this is not a cookie cutter thing. What's important is that we are, we're equally yoked mm -hmm. and that, that that's the goal. And it's our pursuit of the Lord and he's integrated into our lives. And yeah. I think that yeah. like, yeah, not trying to put a formula to anything else other than allowing the Lord to space to operate in your marriage, in your relationship, yes. whatever it is. And that mm -hmm. he, your, your gaze is fixed on him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I would say those, if you can pull anything out of our, you know, your story and us going, oh yeah, with us, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Um, that it would be that. Um yeah. 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 Um, every couple is unique and different. So yes. Yeah. On that pursuing the Lord, um, one of the things that God put in my heart for today, um, I felt the fear of the Lord on it was um just not ever uh compromising the the call of God on your life as a marriage. Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, so when, you know, when God says move, you move. Uh, when God calls you to something risky, whether it's um, different ministry thing or to give up a business or to give up a career or, or to pursue a certain thing that feels risky, uh, like a new career or whatever it is, um, not actually compromising that. Yeah. I've watched a couple of times, sadly, in the last 20 years, um, couples do that where they sell the i call it selling your scroll um mm -hmm. where they sell out the big call of god for something mediocre so that mm -hmm. like the safety of a, a career or whatever and i'm not talking about um that everyone has to leave their you know perfectly successful career and and drop everything and try and become a church pastor or something that's not what i'm talking about i'm mm -hmm. talking about when god actually calls them to move and they don't yeah and the destruction it's wreaked on their marriage has been oftentimes it's, I've watched it dissolve the marriage or bring in a, 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 mm -hmm. a adulterous relationship or, um, or a level of discontent that 
was epic. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. In people that really were on fire. And I'm like, man, you can't ever, um, you have to keep following him. You can't just, there's no such thing as, as nominal Christianity. Um, you, you, your conscience won't let you stay in that space. For starters, you'll know when you're doing it and you'll have to repent and, 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 and go back to submission to the Holy Spirit. Mm. Um, but if you go cold and you just thought, oh, I'm just going to have a career for the rest of my life and mm. it doesn't work that way, yeah. you can't do it. Yeah. Um, you won't be yourself in the marriage. You'll be carnally minded, which will destroy all those beautiful dynamics that we've been talking about for the last hour. Yeah. Um, and so it'll be selfishness will come into the into the relationship. Carnality will come into the relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah. A priority of getting your needs fulfilled will come into the relationship, and it destroys mm. and upheaves. Yeah, that's poison. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hebrews says that sin is deceitful and it hardens the heart, mm-hmm. and so. Yeah. Like while Carson was talking, all I could see was like if you if you have a breach in the spirit, mm-hmm. then the enemy can come in. And then with that temptation and you fall into temptation, it's mm-hmm. sin. And like you get yeah. deceived by it and then your heart grows hard and it makes it mm. even more difficult to get out of that. And then the reaches get bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's where things like adultery or, you know, moral failings or embezzlement or whatever yeah. may come yeah. in. And yeah. so we just have to be really, really careful. Like when, like Kasten said, you know, the Lord says, move, you move. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be location. That could be starting a ministry. That could be stepping back yeah. from ministry. It could be anything, but you have to, you have to go. Wow. It, I feel like the enemy is just crouching, waiting for the breach. He's waiting for it to mm-hmm. get in mm-hmm. so that he can make your hard heart, your heart hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's really good. Well, waiting for you as well. Like just yeah. takes one decision of repentance where you're like, you know what? We've yes. been resisting the call of God for 10 minutes, 10 years. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm sorry, Lord. And all of a sudden, everything just changes. It starts to shift. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. Come on. Really well, would you guys pray into that specifically? Yeah. That'd be great. Any, any other ways that you want to pray? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, Father, thank you for the call on people's marriages that yes, you ordained Jesus. it. It's a it's picture of. Of Jesus and the church, of you and, and us, Jesus. Yes. And you reflect it so beautifully in our individual marriages, Lord God. Thank you. Lord, I speak a blessing over every marriage. I declare that it's fun. Yes. <laughs> your fun, God, yes. that you love to have fun in marriage. Yeah. Uh, that you're fun with us and your gentleness makes us great. Mm-hmm. Lord, to every, um, to every breach and every uh, uh, compromise that's happened in people's lives, whether they're little and and and, uh, and hidden or, or big and destructive overtly, Lord God, I just speak to those things that you would yeah. enter in, yes. that you would bring healing, you'd bring uh, alignment. Yeah. <laughs> that it'd be all the crooked places that would be made straight. You bring yes. repentance. Even that, um, I just prophesy now that there'll be spouses apologizing to each other. Yeah. I'm sorry that I said this, or I thought this about you, or. Yes. Uh, I acted this way or that way. Yeah. Lord, I speak it now that there's great reconciliation. I prophesy it now. Yes. Great reconciliation. Great healing happening right yes. now in the name of Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> this week that um, defensiveness would come down. Yeah. 
that uh, uh, fakeness, that uh, hiddenness would be uh, dissolved in the name of Jesus, that, mm -hmm. uh, that there would be great oneness in marriages in Jesus' name. Yes. Where yeah. couples feel like um, hopeless mm -hmm. or they can't find wisdom, Lord, that you would bring light, that you'd enter with your word, enter with wisdom, enter with understanding, you'd bring light, bring a way forward. If there's mm -hmm. a blockage, break it down now in the name of Jesus. Mm. Yes. I thank you, Lord God, that there's destiny being released over marriages even right now, God. Yes. That you have a plan to use couples together and individually yeah. um, um, in symphony, Lord God. Um, to to establish your kingdom on the earth there yes. bring your power right now holy spirit you bring revelation bring uh enlightening of your eyes and the heart now in the name of jesus yes jesus uh, life in jesus name joy in jesus name understanding come in jesus name yes, set people on the path even that yeah. um, prophetic words that are specific would come to couples even this week um, through people and directly to them from the holy spirit Mm -hmm. that would give them fresh vision, fresh eyes, fresh hope, realignment them to the, the plan and purpose you have for their life. Yes. Lord God. In Jesus' name. Yes. In Jesus' name. And every um, rogue spirit of the enemy, I rebuke you now in the yeah, name of Jesus. Jesus. Thank yeah. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Bless you, God. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 You guys, this is so good. Oh, I love it. So yeah. good. Um, Everybody. Did you know that Mandy Woodhouse is a life coach? <gasps> so just from personal experience, Lauren and I talked to her quite a bit. Have, she has life coach stuff. She is <laughs> And Mandy, how can people, if that is something that they would like to do, number one, what is a life coach good for? Uh, like explain, explain the value of your skills uh, to people. And then also how can people maybe, you know, <laughs> you know thank you, Jeff. <laughs> um, look, Mandy Woodhouse coaching on Facebook. That's just the best place to go. Mandy Woodhouse coaching on Facebook. My website also has a tab for my coaching. So you can mandywoodhouse.com, but um, I'm not a typical life coach. So I don't just help old ladies clear out their craft closets. Oh my God, you brought that up again. <laughs> Not that that's a typical life coach, but that seems to be the reputation of some people. <laughs> I love you, Jeff. Um, <laughs> it's all in good, Jeff. Uh, it's all yes, down. it is in Jeff. <laughs> it's good, it's good. Um, no, basically, like, um, I help people, I would say, map their scroll. So I help people find what their destiny in Christ is. What does that look like? Because there are a lot of people who, primarily women, who are um, moms or empty nesters or retirees who aren't called to work within a church or yeah. ministry organization, but they want to do something awesome for the Lord. Yeah. And a lot of them, their whole lives have been wrapped up in marriage and kids and 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 work. And now they're like, man, Jesus, I want to do something for you, but they don't know where to start uh -huh. or how to do it. So I come in and through prophetic, my prophetic gift, but also the skills that I've been taught because I'm certified to do mm -hmm. this, I can actually walk them through finding what it is that God has called them 
to do in this season. It may not be like life, like super, you know, like your life's mission, but just in this season. Uh And it's been an amazing journey. I'm having so much fun and I'm really good at it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Well, and I would say too, that, you know, every guys, guys and girls, you know, that I've been saying a lot and been echoing a lot of prophetic words about God is positioning different people and Mm. different new areas. And sometimes you can get hung up in certain areas and be like, I see this thing over here, but I just don't know how to get Mandy's Mandy's life coaching. Boom. Perfect opportunity. She didn't know I was going to do any of this, but I, (laughs) yeah. Uh, uh, but it's just a perfect opportunity. So link yeah. is in the description. If you guys click that Mandy Woodhouse, Mandy Woodhouse co- uh, life coaching. What is it? T- say it one more time. Mandy Woodhouse coaching. Mandy Woodhouse coaching yeah. on Facebook. Link is in the description. Going to make yes. it super easy for people. You can click that link. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yay. There we go. Really good stuff. Mandy. Yeah. You guys, awesome. You just have so much. I mean, even just like constant, I was just gleaning from some of the stuff you're saying, like, yeah, I can do that better. I I can do that better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Practical, you you guys were. Yeah. So practical. I'm I'm a very practical person. Yeah. So So good. I know a lot of people are. So good. So bless you guys. Thank you so much. This is great. So thanks for having us. I I keep no records of wrong. So Kostin, I forgive you for giving me only a distinction and not a high. (laughs) There we go. There we go. go. That's a happy ending. It's all you ever wanted. It's all you ever wanted. So um, everybody, that's our show. Have a blessed Wednesday. Elijahstreams.com slash donate is how you guys donate. That's how you get in on us. You get the double whammy. You support the wells. And you support the ministry. Uh, so anyways, tomorrow, 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Love you guys. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.